um, and hopefully it will fill in any of the gaps that I missed. It's only about one minute, 40 seconds. So this is a Kichimoyo anti-diarrhea kit. You can open the bag without destroying it. It's got a laser cut along the top. Inside we have soap, so we can talk about preventing diarrhea as well as the treatment. Then we have four 200 mil sachets of ORS. And then the other part of the treatment is zinc, which is all graphic based. Shows how to mix up the ORS and shows how to use the zinc. Diarrhea is a bit of a neglected disease. I call it the white elephant of child health because it's the second biggest killer of children under five, and yet it is so simple to treat. And by packaging it in this way, uh, making the components easy to use, um, we got um, treatment rates up from less than 1% to 45% in our, in our trial areas. We're very grateful to Amcor because you're actually donating uh, the, the first 870,000 to us, which is a, a great boost to the whole project. We have created something that people want. We haven't sought to put something together that we think people need. So, so Pete Etheridge works in packaging and is advancing the kingdom. And, uh, and so I think he played himself down a little bit. I think it was Pete's idea to say, we've got this plastic. Why don't we give this stuff for free, I believe. And, uh, and so uh, thousands of pounds actually saved for this charity and lives saved. So because Pete's in packaging and he serves the kingdom. So uh, Susan. Come on, let's welcome Susan. Hello. I haven't got a flashy <laughs> patch of whatever it is. Um, although it, it's great. Um, obviously, I'm married to Pete. I'm Susan Etridge. And yeah, we moved uh, to Worcester 14 years ago. Prior to that, I was a primary school teacher. And, but I gave up uh, work when I had Joshua, who was going to be 16 this year. And... Um, haven't worked since, apart from a year ago, um, I was approached by somebody to do some mentoring in schools. And that was uh, to work with children who are at risk of exclusion. And uh, this excited me. I wanted to get back into work. I didn't want to do too much to start with. Um, but I thought I'd take on the challenge. So <coughs> I work for a charity called Straight and Narrow. And uh, I work with mostly boys, well, only boys so far. It does seem that more boys are at risk of exclusion than girls. And this is at secondary school age. Now, other mentors work in the school that I work in, and there are some girls that are being mentored as well, but I've only been given boys so far. And it's been great. I'm on um, my seventh and eighth boy at the moment, and I work with them for 10 to 12 weeks, it tends to be, uh, for an hour a week. They come out of lessons and they spend that hour with me. So, and what I've learned a few things working with these boys. 
And that is, the first thing is that they tend to dislike school. Yeah, they really dislike school. And they are disillusioned by the educational system. They don't think it's going to work for them. They can't see a reason of any reason why they're going to get anything out of school. And because of this, they are disruptive and disrespectful to adults and to other pupils in the school. They're rude sometimes. They're hard um, to deal with. And so therefore, they have been given so many behavior points um, and detentions, and they go into exclusion at school, and they get to me, and they are at risk of being excluded from the school, which is a tragedy, because education is so important. Oh, my slides aren't there. They're just coming. Okay. Really, um, so, so I have them three points, dislike, disillusioned, and they disrupt and disrespectful. And... This has massive consequences for them and their families because they start to become school refusers as well. If you don't like something, you actually stop going to school. And that is a problem all around because then what are they doing when they're not at school? Um, and the school I work at is very good at trying to include these children. We work very hard at trying to make school a safe place for them. Uh, mentoring being one of those things. So what I have found out is that if I can change the way they think, this will change the way they feel, this will change the way they act. And I was doing this with the board. I've been working as a mentor, as I said, for just over a year. And what was really interesting at Catalyst, Simon Holly spoke about this. And he said, not think, feel, act, which is what I look at with the boys, but he said, head, heart, hand. I don't know whether you remember and whether you were there, but it really spoke to me. And I suddenly dawned that I was doing a biblical principle and hadn't realized it. And that was a real encouragement to me, that I was working with these boys, and actually I, I knew what they were moving forward, but that it came from a biblical principle um, was really a great encouragement. And he told us that change begins with the way you think. And this is what I work on with these boys. I think about, we work on, why do they dislike school? What are the barriers to their learning? And we do this with hot chocolate and biscuits, because I do find it helps them relax. Um, none of them seem to refuse the hot chocolate. A couple of them don't take the biscuits to start with, but then they do. And um, we talk about loads of things, and it's amazing how these boys open up in these sessions. So we talk about, these questions are really important. I always have them at the forefront of my mind. Why do they think the way they do? And we talk about the why, and so much can come out. We look at, is that true? And some of that is the way they perceive themselves, the way they think others perceive them, the way they think their family perceives them. I'm like this, I've always been like that. And we look at the truth of that. And I say, this is my favorite question. I don't, if, you, if you know me, I say this a lot. Who decided that? Who decided that for you? Is that something you want? Um, where are you going? What do you want? And all of these children want GCSEs. They really want them. And because we look at this, it changes the way they think because they want something out of school. And I normally find that if I talk to them about what do you want out of school, school doesn't have to be done to you. You can get something out of the education system that you want because you want to go and be a mechanic. You want to be a lawyer. So um, oh, I'm getting a bit nervous. Okay, so thank you. Doing fine. Um, so we do this, and the light bulb moment for these boys is, oh my goodness, I can make this school work for me. 
And suddenly, because they've changed their thinking, their heart reaction to that is that they feel more positive about school, they start to turn up more, and they start to behave differently. And it has been amazing, the transformation that we've seen in these boys. And um, it's been a real joy for me to work with them and a privilege. Um, one of the other things we look at is um, we make, I make, well, I encourage them. I don't make them make them. We make some cards, and it says, my choice and I choose. And I encourage them to put them in their blazer because it's their choice every day about their own education and what they're going to get out of it. They have to choose how they're going to behave in that lesson, and it's a choice. And we talk about choice, and it's nothing to do with their parents. It's nothing to do with me. It's nothing to do with the teachers. They have to choose how to behave. And um, they carry these cards around, and it's a secret between them and me. And um, they put their hand in their pocket, and they remember. And um, that's been really uh, useful to them. Um, and I've nearly finished. Uh, the other thing is, just to mention that when we are talking, a lot of emotional issues come out as well. And um, if I refer them on to further services, if I feel they need it, and so the mental and emotional health is supported as well as the academic. We're not just looking at the academic, we're looking at the whole child. So it's been a real privilege for me to work for this charity, and I'm really enjoying it. But I would just say that Simon Holly also said, Jesus changed the world by asking questions. And I think if we ask the right questions to anybody, we can really help them transform their thinking. And um, that's what I'm doing with these boys. Fantastic. So, Susan, a teacher that has the kingdom in her heart, serving the kingdom. And I hope you're catching the flavor of this and, and being inspired about your own situation, uh, your own circumstance. How do I uh, carry the kingdom? How do I make the kingdom part of what I'm about and drive uh, that vision? So let's, Dave Newman. Um, right, I'm sorry, I'm not as clever as these guys. I don't have any Shabazz or um, clever stuff, but um, I can probably, same as several of you maybe, I can identify with uh, like some of the boys Susan talked about, and I like, like for my part, that was, that was probably me, way back at some point, disillusioned, disengaged. Uh, and um, so growing up, I, I, I lost several years down to that until moving to, uh, sort of fast forward a bit, to Birmingham in my early 20s. Uh, with not much going on, uh, um, but I had a skill, I had a talent, uh, and, and, and starting again from scratch, my life at that point, having moved from South London and trying to sort of uh, start my life again, I, I had a skill as a plasterer, and I started work, and uh, you know, I'd, I'd got saved, I got stuck into church, and it's a whole new world to me, churchy life, Christianity, faith, um, getting to know God and what that meant. It was a whole new kind of world to me, and, uh, and I started going to work. I got a job, because someone told me, well, Dave, you need to get a job. So I thought, okay, I'll, I'll do that. And um, never really had a clever idea, a plan, or a strategy, other than what I knew that was in me was, well, God, God's been really good to me. I've, I've had this amazing second chance at life, and um, it just seemed like the natural thing was to look over my shoulder and say, well, uh, there's got to be someone else who needs a second chance too. We, we, we all need a break sometimes. And, and so uh, the, the thing for me then, uh, as it looked, was, well, 
oh, there's another lad, Andy, in church, and he's not got a lot going on, and maybe, maybe he could do with a bit of work. And so Andy started coming in and laboring for me. And, and that sort of began um, a cycle for us, really, as, as I sort of learned to grow a business from scratch. And, um, and, and God kind of blessed that. I had this, like I say, I seem to be quite good at it. And, and people, you know, we've got lots of work. And, uh, and I started um, developing the business and at the same time bringing people with me. That's all I could think of to do, really, was how to develop apprentices. And so the estate we lived on, um, I'm, I'm going to try and encapsulate this, really. I mean, because like I say, it wasn't clever. And there were bundles of mistakes made along the way. And, and just I look back and think, thankfully, the grace of God is so much bigger and better than the sum of our mistakes, isn't it? And, um, but, but that little gem, that little germ of an idea that was just, well, someone who can come with me, um, it kind of grew, really, and, until when we moved here. And I look back over my shoulder, and, and I could see f- four young lads on the estate we lived at who, who now, to this day, would say, like, plastering is their trade. Like, they were young lads at school, much like the kid Susan was talking about, who were not doing school. You know, couldn't see any point in it. Um, but I'd had an opportunity for something. And, and like I say, to this day, they say, this is what I do. This is part of who I am. And are providing for their own families. You know, I was speaking to one lad just this week who, was, who I remember him as the little kid causing trouble up the road with his twin brother. And, um, you know, right, right pair of monkeys. But now he's got a missus and he's, he's buying a house. And, um, you know, and, and this is his job. And he's standing up straight and probably still a bit of a boy, but that's okay. Do you know what I mean? And I, I just kind of think, well, the, the, the grace of God has just enabled that from that one little talent that I had and, and put to good use. Well, like he's been able to pick that up and, and move on and not be the lad who's got into too much trouble and wasted too many years in jail. And all of that is, is gone a completely different road. Um, and then... And, and the, just the incredible thing, really, I think, like in moving here, and uh, again, that was a whole new start for us and our, and our family, and, and just coming here, come to this church, and being believed in and encouraged, Jim, Richard, and, and friends like Alex. Alex came and joined us, started working with us, and, 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 and the dream kind of grew a bit bigger. And, you know, and we, we carried on sort of picking up some people, trying to provide opportunities. That sort of became the DNA of who we... Who we, who we were, like as a, as a small business, trying to grow, trying to provide excellence with honesty, um, serve our customers well, but also at the same time, a bit like Pete said, it's like, yeah, but the kingdom of God says there's place for the poor here, and how do we open doors and provide opportunity for people who might not get it otherwise? And, and, um, and over the years, sort of like eight, nine years we've, we've been here now, I kind of look at all the input we've had across our team of people like so Nev's just been outstanding support to me. Dan, wherever you are, Dan, like faithful, hardworking Dan. There's people in this room who've, who've come and, and joined us. There are others not here as well. So I, on a working day now, on average, we've got, it varies, it's probably around 15 people each day coming to work, doing work under a Kingsway Build banner. And... Um, and I, and I kind of pinched myself because, yeah, okay, we're a small, we're, you know, we're, we're just a small building firm. But I know that along the way, there's something of, as 
as we've kind of, t- I've done my best to try and steward well the little bit that God's given us, and, he, and he's grown it a bit, like I say, beyond the sum of my mistakes, um, it's enabled us to not just to one-on-one sort of do the mentoring at work and take people in and give them opportunity, but actually we've been able to resource kind of pioneering, pioneering stuff well beyond ourselves. Now, like, so, um, so like Nadim, who was here last week, we, we've been supporting him for a couple of years now out, out in Pakistan. There's, there's, there's stuff in Turkey, there's stuff in Swansea, there's, there's stuff here, there's good soil. There's a number of things now which we think out of the resources that we've been able to generate as a, as a business, as we've done the little bit that we know how to do, um, it, it's been able to spread that much further than, than just us. And, and I just think, well, that, for me, that's, that's the kingdom of God. It, you know, it's growing just from that little, that little bit of faith, a little bit of encouragement. Uh, and, you know, to try to do your best with the skill that I've got, I, I could plaster and had, had a little bit of, little bit of an idea. Um, but God's managed to grow that and give us good people in order to bless other people too. So I guess my encouragement really is just like every single one of us, we've all got stuff in our hands. We've all got a talent to invest and, and God can grow that well beyond our imagination sometimes. Um, so go for it. Yeah. So the kingdom of God is massive and it's diverse and it's beautiful. Uh, that's what we're saying. Uh, it's, it is influenced and shaped by the king himself. He's the one that shapes the culture of society uh, in this kingdom. And, uh, and, and I, want, I, I want you to be encouraged that wherever you find yourself, whatever you're doing, that there are opportunities for you to serve the kingdom. Whether you're at school, at college, whether you're working, whatever you're doing, there will be opportunities to serve the kingdom. Pete makes packaging. Do you know what I mean? He, he's responsible for the stuff around your bread. Do, do you know what I mean? But, he, but there's opportunities. There's opportunities to serve the kingdom uh, in wherever we are. And so, so we're going we're gonna to close, but I want to close with this, that um, there may be one or two of us here that are like the guy digging in the field. Uh, that this morning you're seeing a glimpse of this precious stone. This morning you're seeing a glimpse of something that you've never considered. If you're new to Christianity or you're looking in and you think, this sounds all right. Can I, can I invite you and encourage you to give yourself to Jesus and the kingdom? Um, because what, whatever else you're giving yourself to will never be equal to giving yourself to Jesus and his kingdom. It will never compete. Um, and and uh, if you want to talk about it, you can grab me at the end or you can talk to somebody that you came with. But if you know that I've never given my life to Jesus, I've never become a Christian, I've never said, I want to serve this kingdom, then, you know, this morning's a great time for you to, to do that. and make it. As Susan said, it's a choice. There's a choice that you have to do that and uh, I'd love to pray for you or chat to you if you want to talk about that afterwards but then uh, finally I'd love I'd love to just pray for us um, that the Holy Spirit gives us kingdom imagination Dave's a plasterer he can put plaster on the wall pretty well quite straight quite smooth and and but 
but he's got the kingdom in his heart. So other stuff's happened. Um, and uh, I want to pray for you that whatever it is that you have, that you do it really well. You have great service, customers, whatever it is that you have, but also some kingdom stuff happens. Can we pray?